0: Hello there. It's our next episode of Chatting Chippewas. Appreciate you stopping in and supporting all of the student athletes and coaches and support staff involved with Central Michigan Athletics. I think we've got a good one for you today as we go back to two interviews and both basketball players and volleyball, sort of. First, we start off with Nadez Jean. She's a second-year transfer from DePaul and is finishing out her eligibility this year as one of the captains for Kristen Haney's team. So get a unique perspective from her spending her second season in Mount Pleasant and uh, obviously partaking in classes up here as well as she gets set to finish up her degree. And then on the other side, it's Alina Anderson, a very unique story. The Central Michigan women's basketball team didn't have a ton of players to start the year, and they've had some injuries. they have also waiting on eligibility to be cleared on one of their players. So in order to combat that, Coach Haney reached out to Mike Golick from Central Michigan Volleyball and wanted to see if Alina Anderson would potentially play because she played basketball in high school. And actually, as we hear from her, she had met Coach Haney before. So a unique perspective from both individuals as they look to help get Central Michigan women's basketball back up to the top of the Mid-American Conference. So let's start with the captain. This is Nadez Jean. Your, thank you, double dipping, because you came on the CMU Basketball Show on Thursday. And now we get you here since you, of course, did such a great job. Of so course. thanks for coming back.
1: Of course, this is fun to do.
0: All right. Well, I want to start with your journey basketball-wise. Let's go back to when you're a little one and how you got involved in basketball.
1: Well, I kind of got into it because my sister was, like, playing fifth grade, like, basketball, and I just wanted to do anything my sister did. So um, I wasn't allowed to be on the team because I was only in second grade, but I did every drill they did. I was in, like, my jeans practicing with them. They even tried to let me play on the team, but I was just too young. Um, so it was just kind of like I just wanted to do whatever my big sister did, so I, I just kind of followed her. And then I finally was able to join a team in fifth grade, and I was the point guard, so that was fun. Um, and I just kept playing with it. And I finally got introduced to a travel ball in sixth grade, and that's when I like started seeing the opportunity that I had with coaches like sending me like letters in the mail and stuff like that. So once I saw that I could actually like go to school for this, like that's when I started taking it serious.
0: How much basketball did you play with your sister? Um,
1: we played – I didn't really get to play with her. Um, I only got to play with her my senior – no, my freshman year of high school, she was a senior, so that was the only time. And then we played a couple of, like, times in AAU, but it was very rare because our games were always at the same time.
0: Pretty cool, though, to have somebody that is older than you and you're able to kind of see what they're doing yeah. and take a take a liking to it.
1: Yeah, I, I'm literally my sister's shadow, so I wanted to do whatever she did.
0: And then you said you, you started point guard, and obviously you're not playing point guard anymore. So when, I mean, how many different positions did you play before you got to where you are now?
1: Um, well, honestly, I've been tall all my life. So I went from the point guard to the center in like a year, um, literally just fifth grade. That was the only time I was the point guard. I've always been tall. So I was like probably like five nine in like sixth grade. So I've always been the post.
0: How do you like playing the post?
1: I like it. I'm physical. So like that's my type of game.
0: And you grew up in, what, Richton Park, mm-hmm. right, in Illinois, and Illinois is known for great basketball. What was it like growing up and competing with everybody else in that state in the sport of basketball?
1: Um, it was good. Like, I just love to, I'm always going to rent my city, so I'm, like, always happy to talk about it. So I just love that. I say Chicago has, produces the best athletes. We have the, we lead in, like, the most professionals. So it was just always nice to have, like, someone in your backyard to watch versus, like, having to see it on TV.
0: Do you get in it with your teammates a little bit about how Chicago has better this opposed to Michigan having better this? What what are some of the things that you're very passionate about in Chicago or Illinois? Uh,
1: Where do I start? Food by far. We have Michigan beat on food. We have the best food. Um, And I feel like Chicago has so much to offer, and Michigan just has Detroit. So Whatever.
0: Okay, I'm gonna struggle to agree with that statement when it comes to pizza, but mm. I will hear I will hear your pitch. So please give it to me on Chicago over Detroit style.
1: My thing is is who do y'all have in Michigan for pizza?
0: I think the main like uh, the main brand is Jets. That's like the Detroit yeah. style. We have
1: that in Chicago too. So we have Jets, and then we have Italian Fiesta, we have Giordano's, we have Beggars, um, we have Aurelio's. The list just goes on. So. And we have jets, like I said. So, if you y'all got are. You,
0: what? What if I say though, you got jets from us though? That's like, we fine. We we lent you jets, but if it's you're so bragging
1: good. based off just jets, we have that too, and then some. So.
0: Okay. All right. And you like Chicago style better because the variety, yes. or d- is it you like the like they're the sauce on top? right? Yeah,
1: we like, have like we're famous for deep dish pieces. Those are really good. Um, but I just think the way we just make it is just better.
0: Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. What else? What other foods do you enjoy in Chicago?
1: Um. So we have like they're, like I'm pretty sure maybe Harold's Chicken. It's like a like a chicken shack. Um, you guys have like JJ, just very similar. Mm-hmm. Um. There's a million of those in Chicago. I really miss it. They have a like a mouth sauce that is so good that I'm I can't wait to go home and eat. <laughs> so yeah.
0: But and how far is Richton Park from Chicago? Is it a suburb or? Yeah, it's
1: a suburb. It's like, I mean, with traffic. It's a while, but 30 minutes, no traffic.
0: Okay, so completely different growing up in the suburbs of a massive city like Chicago to coming to Mount Pleasant. Yes. <laughs> What's that change been like for you? Um,
1: Very quiet. It's very quiet, which is like a good and bad thing. I realize that I think I need chaos and noise, but it's been a nice to get away from that. Um, I definitely don't miss the traffic in Chicago. Like 15 minutes, it's two miles um, so not traffic. that's really nice. Um prices down here are so cheap. I literally called my mom yesterday. I'm like, gas is two ninety nine like like gas is probably like three fifty back at home. so like like just stuff like that I really do appreciate about Michigan.
0: Is it weird now when you do go home that you've adapted to kind of the quieter yeah. no traffic lifestyle, maybe besides turning left on mission every once in a while, but yeah. you go back to Chicago, you're like where am I? Yeah,
1: I sometimes like when I went home last year, I found myself like leaving really early because I'm like, I'm expecting traffic, but I'm just in the suburbs. So there's nothing. But yeah, so I've been like, it's been a a this nice little trade off to not have traffic.
0: Have you found some, some good spots, whether it's eating or visiting here in Mount Pleasant, that you've come accustomed to?
1: I love Max and Emily's. I go there all the time. So I love their sandwiches. I love the owner. I love the people. So Max and Emily's is definitely my go to.
0: Went there yesterday. <laughs> fabulous. Um, okay. So are you one of those people that, like me, I go every time and I try to get something different, but I absolutely can't? I get the same thing Turkey every time. You get the same thing? Same thing. Okay. What is it? The number 90. What's on? What's on it's the night? It's like the
1: turkey bacon. I say no tomatoes, extra mayo, um, on a golden croissant.
0: Perfect. Yeah. Like soup a, or no soup? Broccoli cheddar soup. Beautiful. But on Tuesdays they don't have the broccoli cheddar. I know. They've got a different kind. The
1: like roasted tomato one or something like have that. Have you had yeah, it? Yeah, it's good. But I'm a broccoli cheddar soup girl. So. Okay.
0: All right. I agree. I agree. Um, well, you came here to play basketball and obviously you're going to school. So let's hear about the basketball decision first, because you transferred in a couple of years ago. Why was this spot the right spot for you?
1: Um, well, I knew I wanted to get away from home because like I said, being so close to home for the last, I did four years at DePaul. So I knew I wanted a a different scenery, but in the same breath, I didn't want to be too far from home. Um, so four hours is just a drive home, um. At the time, you know, with the coaches that were there, I felt like I had a great opportunity to uh, come in and play um, right away and not have to, like, worry about getting my feet wet and, you know, testing the waters for a year. Um, So that really kind of drove my decision. Um, Having a female coach was something new for me that I wanted to trust out as well. So Um, and I actually had a really good relationship with a lot of the coaches that were recruiting me from the previous staff. So it was just kind of like a easy yes.
0: And I think the next part is you stayed, right? I mean, in this era of college basketball with transferring, you could have played here last year and then with a coaching change gone off somewhere else. What made you come here for the first year and then stay this year?
1: Um, well I well for like one, this is my last year, so I didn't really want to like deal with too much change. I know this like the change that we had was like kind of out of my control. Um, but I mean I could've controlled it by entering the portal, but I feel like the conversations that I had with coach Crit before she you know kind of gave us the opportunity like hey you can sit down with me and if you want to make the opp- like the decision to transfer after it's still an option. And I just felt like after I talked with her I f- I think we were on the same page like if she was to call me with and recruit me with the same message like that would I would want to say yes to her. So it was just a kind of a win-win for both of us.
0: You talk about coach Haney and this staff um, tell us about the staff and how you like and how you've adapted to them so far.
1: Um, the staff is amazing. Um, I feel like one thing that helps us is that they're all women, um, which is a big plus. So they, we have that relatability right there. Um, another thing is that, um, they're pretty young in age. So like I came from DePaul where I think, the youngest person on staff maybe is in their mid-40s. So, like, going from, like, an old school staff to, like, a staff that is willing to adapt and know, like, the new changes of basketball, like, that meant a lot to me. Um, So I just felt like they are just more evolved into today's game. And Coach Jenna is the champ. Coach Craig is the champ on all levels. So it's just, like, we have pros that are talking to us that we know that we know they know what they're talking about. So it's just easier to listen to them.
0: Cool, because you're going to listen to what they're saying, but you're going to know when they walk into the room, they can back it up with the championships they've won. This is good, because last night on the radio show, you were talking about how Coach Haney was a little bit older, (laughs) trying to find some of her highlights online. But you like that she is younger, though, really. Yeah, she is. She still
1: tries to take a charge or two at the practice. um, (laughs) And if she can get in there, she definitely would. So, yeah, I definitely like that. And the other coaches get up and down with us all the time, too.
0: How about this team? Um, it's a it's a smaller squad, and I know you guys have got a couple injuries. You've also got an addition, volleyball-wise, <laughs> that we're going to talk to here shortly. But what what do you like about this group?
1: Um, It's so many personalities that it's, like, just so fun to deal with, like, them. Like, I'm obviously a captain and have to, you know, manage. But it's just so many different personalities that gel so well. Um, I know in the past, like, some of the teammates used to make comments like, Oh, uh, the upperclassmen didn't like talk to the, you know, underclassmen. And like, for me, I, I hang with the freshmen and I'm a, a whole six year. Like, it doesn't matter who people are to me. It's just like, I think we all just mesh really well. Um, yeah. So we're just really, it's really easy to be teammates because we're all good friends off the court.
0: Had you been a captain before like high school or at DePaul or anything? Yeah, like Yeah. So that? in
1: high school I was a captain and like AAU, I was like the captain of the entire program. So, um, it's nothing new. How do you like that role? Um, it's fun. I've always been like a uh, initiate first kind of person, always leading the pack. So it's fun for me, especially because like, like I said, the crew that we have is so easy to manage.
0: And how about school? As you mentioned, this is your last year eligibility wise. But um, what are you studying and what are your plans once we get done with basketball?
1: Um, So right now I'm just back in undergrad. I did complete my master's in the summer. I got my master's in digital management. Um, So right now I am trying to just find internships and stuff like that for the next step. Um, I'm doing like some social media management for our Instagram page. And yeah, I'm just kind of figuring that out right now.
0: Do you have like a dream job or a job like, is it running a social media?
1: Um, dream job would be just be working in sports. I kind of want to like, I wish I did more as far as like talking to people to be like an announcer or something like that. But I just know I want to do more within sports.
0: Well, if you do want to be an announcer, you've got a resource sitting right in front of you and I'd love to help anyway. Uh, if that's the avenue you choose, um, As you go through this season, like you guys have played six or seven games and you're coming up to the end of non-conference and and heading into MAC play, how do you feel about this squad and how they're continuing to grow?
1: Um, Honestly, I'm really confident. Um, Even though the record doesn't show it, like there's so much improvement that we've made. And I feel like even though, like, we haven't won those games, they're preparing us for the MAC. Like, it's going to – we're going to see the same kind of offices and zones and stuff like that that we're experiencing now, the presses. Um, so, I feel like it's all preparing us for it, even the, the the bigger games that we have coming. Like, we make it hard now so it's easy later. So, I think we're definitely prepared for the MAC this year.
0: One of the things Coach Haney said before the season was just – keeping you guys in this positive mindset making sure you continue to have fun because she didn't sense that when she came in to take over the job how do you face the adversity of maybe not getting all of the wins right away but keeping that work hard mindset and stay positive mindset
1: um I feel like for one our coaches just instill so much in us that it's kind of like hard like I remember After the Oakland game, I was just, like, so, like, mad. And I was just sitting in the locker room. I'm like, they better come in here and yell at us. And, like, when they spoke to us and they're like, I know the score doesn't show it, but, like, there's so much growth. And then, like, after watching the game and having so many people come up to us and be like, you guys are just, like, really on the right path. Like, it's going to change. Just keep it going. It's kind of like if you hear so many people saying it, like, it has to be some truth in it. And I feel like we're all, like, mentally, like, we know that we're capable of it. So it's just, like, just come in the next day and get better. Like, I think we enjoy practices, too, so it's just, like, it's so much easier. Like, I I, I enjoy having practices. So I think we're just having fun with it. So it's just – I know the record doesn't show it, but we're, we're working.
0: And that's the name of the game, right? I mean, we get so wrapped up in records and stats and all of that, but at the end of the day, you're playing basketball. Yeah. It's a sport you started when you were young. You're supposed to enjoy it.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. I feel like that's another thing I kind of like try to tell the team about that. Like I, we do get so focused on like results that we kind of like forget the growth that we've had. Like um, like everyone's stats is up from last year. Everyone's minutes, everyone's confidence, like just everything is just so much better from last year. So I kind of like try to remind us, like, let's not look at the record because there is so much growth from us compared to like last year or even where we started at the beginning of the season to now, like it has been so much growth.
0: Okay, outside of basketball and academics, um, you came in here and said, I'm a dog mom. I am a dog mom. Tell me about the dog we got.
1: Um, his name is Gizmo. He's a Lasso-Apso. So he's old. He turned 10 in August. He turned 10 in August, yeah. So that's my baby. That's the light of my life. He lives with me. He's at home, probably in bed, sleep still. Um, yeah, he's just my world.
0: Do the uh other teammates help take care of him? They come visit him, yeah, they
1: come visit him all the time, okay. and it's actually kind of weird because before he got here he like the only people he knew was like our immediate household. He really wasn't a people person, like other people was like stranger danger, but like now he loves when people come over, he sits in their lap, he wants to be held by them. He's always playing like when people like find out he's actually ten, they're like he does not act like a ten year old because he has the energy of a five year old so
0: that's my baby. You don't spoil him at all, do you? Mm. I mean, he does have
1: two bins full of toys, <laughs> but uh, just two. <laughs> just two. I did cancel his Bark Box, so he doesn't get any new ones. But yeah, he's he's a little spoiled.
0: Okay. And the other thing you mentioned, uh, we know you've got great long hair. Yeah. Uh, you braid your own hair. Tell yes. us about uh, how this came to be.
1: Um. I don't know. I just got bored one day in like seventh grade, and I just started watching YouTube videos, and I'm like, I'm pretty sure I can do that. And then. I just kind of like practiced in it more and more, and doing your like getting your hair done is very expensive. So like, as much as I sometimes like don't want to do my hair, I'm like I just save like three hundred dollars from not going to the store. And actually, it's like something. Once COVID hit, I just started doing it more and more, and it's actually kind of fun for me. It's like my little therapy. So yeah, whatever. Any hairstyle you've ever seen in the last like four years, I've done it. I've I've hadn't had anyone do my hair in a long time.
0: You got to get a lot of compliments about your hair, don't yeah, you? Yeah, I do.
1: I do. My favorite part.
0: How how is it to play with the hair? I mean, you're running up and down the floor and your hair if anybody hasn't seen your hair, it is I mean, um, down to the end of your back. But it it's looks But it's crazy.
1: Like. This is really short for me. Is it? This okay. is very short, like out of my comfort zone short. Um, so, and it's actually really convenient. I might stick with short hair for the rest of the season because the longer the hair, the more it gets in my face. There you go. Um, yeah. So it's definitely can sometimes be a little weapon if it hits you, but yeah, my hair is like, it's me, it's long, it's dramatic. So it just It's my personality.
0: Okay. Last thing here, um, for Chippewa fans, I know we're kind of getting into the holiday break, but you guys will get to come back home once we turn the calendar to the new year, why should CMU fans take time, come out to McGurk and check your team out?
1: Um, because we bring energy. We're having fun while we're playing right now. And I just feel like that's the biggest thing. Um, and I feel like sometimes we haven't even rewatched the games, like the Indiana State game. Like the crowd looks like they were having fun watching us play too. They were very much into the game. Um, so, yeah, it's just like a part of the fun. Like, why not be a part of it?
0: Alina Anderson's coming up next. Is there anything that I need to ask her about?
1: Um, I mean, she's been a pretty locked down defender as of <laughs> lately. I know you're a defensive specialist in volleyball, but <laughs> she's carrying over a little bit. So yeah, you could talk about a little defense as of lately.
0: Okay, I'll make sure to work that in. Well, thanks so much for for joining us, and uh, really look forward to to watching you the rest of the season. Thank you. All right. Well, next up, Alina Anderson and. Uh, Boy, you've got quite the story you're building here at Central Michigan. I don't even know where to start. You played volleyball in the fall, and now you are hopping on the basketball team, and this is after you've transferred in from Ferris State. So I guess just between this, really this last year to year and a half, how's life been?
2: Um, A lot of change. I would say I've had to learn how to deal with change because – going into the portal and figuring out where to go after being at Ferris um, was hard. I played with my sister at Ferris in volleyball, so that was a cool experience, but knowing she was leaving um, and I wanted to have like a new start at a new school. And so when I was in the portal, that was a lot just because I had to decide so quickly where to go next um, so that I would be with my next team in the spring season. Um, Decided on Central and came here, had a great experience um, in the spring and the girls were very welcoming. I, I love my volleyball teammates. They're awesome people. And my coaches were amazing coming in. And we had a good season in the fall and spring. Um, it was a long season. And then I would say two weeks after we got done, Coach Critt reached out. And, well, actually, my, my volleyball coach called me after class and just said, hey, we need to talk and said that um, Coach Critt wanted me to help them out. And they were low on bodies so at first I thought like it would just kind of be a practice player type of thing and they just needed some more people in the gym, um, but she was kind of asking more to be on the team and help them out in different ways, which I kind of saw as an opportunity. Um, a couple of weeks back I had talked to my family about how much I miss basketball and so it was kind of crazy to see like the things align. But yeah, so I joined the team, um, the girls were great, they they welcomed me in right away and it's been really fun. I mean, I, I miss basketball. I miss being able to kind of cross train and see how my, um, my basketball skills can somewhat carry over to my agility in volleyball. So I'm excited to see what it does um, when I'm really playing both. Cause obviously I'm just doing basketball right now, but yeah, I would say the last year has been a lot of change, but I've grown a lot as a person and I feel like this much change is kind of helping me guide me into the person I want to be. So, yeah.
0: Well, to start with Coach Golic reaching out to you, he said, yeah. We need to talk. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm imagining you getting yeah, that. Yeah, well, I text was in class. Yeah. yeah, I got it. <laughs> so yeah, it was crazy. All the things you could think about, like, oh, he wants to bring up this or this. Did you have <laughs> yeah. any idea it was going to be, Hey, do you want to play basketball? I had
2: no idea because I was in the middle of class and I have a MacBook, so it came up on my computer as I'm typing in notes. And I was just like, Where? Like, there's so many different routes this could go. <laughs> like, what is he about to say to me? Um, and then he kind of brought up, that I played basketball and I was like oh like where are you going with this um and then he said that coach crit reached out and wanted me to join the team um and he had girls in the past that did this but they only did it for like a month or two I think at the end of their season just to kind of help out um with no intention of really going in I think but yeah I mean I I love basketball I've played it my whole life that was a sport that I honestly thought I was gonna go all the way with um but I would say that this is just a cool opportunity to be able to kind of start fresh again and see where this takes me.
0: And cool that coach Golic is willing to, to let you play both sports. Yeah.
2: Yeah. We'll see. I'm, I haven't done, we haven't done both yet. So, um, this, the next semester will be kind of a test to see if it really works out. Um, and if it's too challenging, then I'll take a step back and see where that takes me. But yeah, I mean, I got to try it out and if it doesn't work, it doesn't work, but I'm excited to see kind of where it takes me.
0: What type of basketball player are you?
2: Um, I'm a very aggressive player. I feel like right now I'm just trying to like figure everything out. I feel like there's so many different plays and defenses and everything like that. And so I haven't been able to kind of fully be comfortable yet. And just I've been trying to just kind of see what what my role is and what I need to do to help them out. Um, But I'm a very aggressive player. I've always been kind of a power forward. Growing up, I was never a true guard, and so I was able to kind of show my aggression um, guarding people that were way oversized than me. uh, But I was able to kind of show who I really am when I get to do that. So, yeah.
0: How do you get caught up? Because I was thinking about this the other day. I'm like, she's got to learn play. She's got to know what they're running. Um, How do you get caught up to speed while you guys are – in the middle of the season, and they're yeah. obviously expecting you to contribute because there's only seven bodies available.
2: Yeah, it's definitely been a challenge. I would say trying to know all the plays, um, just seeing it. I'm a very visual person, and so I like draw it out a lot, like when I'm back at home, because that's the only way that I can really learn. And then in practice, when I'm off, like I just really try and watch my position and take it all in. But I feel like that's one of the challenges I'm struggling with is just. When they call play and I don't know it, I feel like I have to go out because I haven't quite learned that play yet. Um, So I would say that's the one thing kind of holding me back right now. But once I get up to speed, I feel like that I'll feel a lot more comfortable. And once I understand everything a little bit better, but I feel like every day is getting better. So
0: yeah. And and how's the coaching staff been um, bringing you in and helping you adapt to their program?
2: They're great. They have like the moment that I even came to the first practice just to see if I even wanted to do it or not, they are so loving and they like every day were texting me like, please let us know if you need anything. And to me that like shows that they care so much about who I am as a person and not just throwing me in as a basketball player and like, okay, you need to do this, this, and this, like they just know that this is a big transition and they were very awesome about it. And i yeah, I feel like this opportunity has been great just because they have been so awesome and so loving.
0: And curious about your volleyball teammates. Yeah. Uh, what do they think of you playing on the basketball <laughs> yeah, team? Yeah.
2: They were all like, this is so cool. Um, I mean, it's definitely hard, but I've been trying to work on like after our season ended, we kind of started with just doing team led open gyms and stuff. And I've been trying to go to those two. Um, and they've, they've been great. I mean, it was a decision that I made. And so I feel like they they were willing to support me on that. And that was a big thing for me knowing that they they're there to support me and that they want what's best for me, um, whether I did it or not. So yeah, they were, they were co- cool about it.
0: I'm envisioning the next home game for women's basketball. <laughs> all of them being yeah, in a section probably. with signs and just, uh, probably. being super annoyingly supportive <laughs> to you. Yes,
2: I know. They probably will. <laughs> they, they, they're awesome. They're loud. I, I love my volleyball teammates they are like a second family to me. And so, It's been cool to see um, when I come into volleyball practice, like every day they're asking me, like, how was basketball? How's this? How's the girls? How's the team? And um, it's cool that they care so much because that's the people that they are.
0: I want to go back to what you initially said about having to grow as an individual with all of these changes. Right. Where did that mindset come from of – being comfortable, being uncomfortable and yeah. stepping into first transferring to CMU and then playing volleyball and now right. hopping on the basketball team as well.
2: Yeah, I think it takes a lot. Um, my family is very religious and I think that knowing that there's a plan for everything and I have to be able to trust in it. My my parents, um, they were tough on me growing up and they never really like accepted me like I don't know. Like my parents have made me the person I am and being able to be in an uncomfortable spot has allowed me to make different changes. And like when an opportunity comes to me, I struggle with making a decision. But once I make that decision, like my mom's always said, you got to stick with it and you got to go 100 percent. Um, and I think that once I make a decision, I have been able to be in an uncomfortable spot. And then how am I going to be positive? How am I going to be able to work through this? Like, I'm not going to have a good day every single day with what I'm doing, but how can I show the people around me that I'm 100% in? And I think my effort with everything that I've been doing has been something that you don't, you can't teach effort and you can't teach like your energy and whatever you're doing in life. And I think that that has really changed who I Am and who I want to be, and I've always been a competitive person. And when something comes at me, and whether that's an opportunity or a challenge, I'm I'm gonna fight against that, and I'm gonna take it. And so I think it's been cool to see my mental state kind of change from. I would never say I had like a weaker mental state. I've always had a pretty strong mental state, but I feel like it's only getting better from there. Um, just by these challenges and the the change that's been in my life, it's been cool to see. Um, my brain like and my mental state grow through that.
0: They gotta be pretty excited that they get to come up here during the yeah. winter then to watch you play Oh my some gosh, hoops. my
2: my family was so excited when I told them. My mom, she played basketball, all my siblings, uh, my sister played in college at Fair State, my brother played in high school. My little brother plays actually tonight at Rockford. So my whole family, um, my grandparents, they all played so they were really excited to be able to, to come watch again.
0: Do you get a chance? I mean, you're super busy. you get a chance to go watch your brother? Yeah, I am going
2: today, actually. Yeah, Uh, after this, I'm going to work on some homework and drive back down there and go watch him because now with basketball, I'm not going to be able to go back as much over winter break and in the the spring or beginning of the new year uh, to be able to watch some of his games. But, yeah, I'm excited to be able to watch him.
0: This is good because I think to myself, I'm a busy person and right. I have to time manage. <laughs> and then I love watching all of the student-athletes yeah. and how you guys have to time-manage. But, I, I mean, you said it, you're you're a student-athlete, you're going to classes, right. you have your full volleyball season in the fall, and two weeks or not even, two weeks later, you commit to basketball. Right. How are you managing everything that you've got going on in your life right now?
2: Yeah, I, I've realized I'm very routine-oriented. Um, I've kind of got myself on a schedule, like it's somewhat ro- I feel somewhat robotic every day. Cause I am doing the same thing over and over again, but I chose this lifestyle and I chose to come play college sports. So if I'm going to sit here and like complain about m- my robotic style, like that's not going to get me anywhere. So yeah, every day, I mean, wake up and go to basketball practice. And then if I have class, I go to class. If I've, if I have any free time though, like I do my homework, I, I have pretty hard classes. And so I feel like that's my only, when I have any time off, i try and get ahead in school so that if I get more time off then I can do things with my friends but I feel like in high school it taught me a lot about time management because I played three sports in high school while doing club sports as well and I was in a lot of higher level classes so I think that my high school pushing myself my junior and senior of high school has really set me up for success here because I haven't had to really teach myself how to time manage because that's always been something I've had to do
0: uh, while playing three sports in high school. Softball, the third sport, or what Soccer. else? Soccer. Soccer. Yeah. Okay, there we yep. go. Now we're talking. All right, yeah. forward, midfield, defense, goalie. <laughs>
2: yeah. My freshman year, I was goalie um, because they didn't have a goalie on varsity, and I had played kind of a forward, midfield my whole life growing up. But I played basketball and volleyball, and so I kind of knew what to do with my hands. And so they were like, "We're just we're gonna give it a shot." And so I played goalie my freshman year, and then kind of a forward, uh, attacking mid my sophomore, junior, and senior year.
0: Scored some goals then. Yes, I did. (laughs) All right. So, uh, Rockford's a very prestigious school. Great uh, athletics over there. What was the best sport that had the most success when you were there out of the three that you played?
2: Um, I mean, we won – And all three, I won a district and regional championship. And then basketball, we made it to the final four at the Breslin, which was awesome. That was like, we hadn't done that in so many years. So it was really cool to see our entire town kind of come together. Our uh, superintendent, he canceled school when we went to the Breslin. And we filled the entire like lower bowl with our student section, which was such a cool experience. My four best friends, we were all seniors. And we got to all start and play that entire game. And so we grew up playing together, which was a really cool experience. Um, But, yeah, soccer, we went far. The furthest we went, soccer was like a regional championship, I think, or maybe district, one of the two. Volleyball, we made it to the my freshman year, to the state finals, and then regional, regional, and then quarterfinals my senior year, and then basketball. Um, We won, I won a district championship and a regional championship all four years, and then we went to the final four
0: my senior year. Wow. Next yeah. time you can just say we won. <laughs> yeah, we did. We <laughs>
2: we had a um, we had a really good senior class. I mean, my my senior class was really athletic and my four best friends and I like we all did three sports growing up. And so we all just got to play together and we were so comfortable playing with each other. And so it was cool to be able to just go from one sport to the next, like
0: with each other. Now, we're recording this before you go to Michigan State on Sunday. It's going to come right. out early next week. But will this be your first trip back to Breslin since you played there? Yes. High school basketball-wise? Yes, it will be. Yeah. That's pretty special, right? Yeah.
2: Yeah, it'll be cool. I'm excited. Uh, two of my best friends, Abby Kimball uh, and Theron Halleck are on the basketball team at Michigan State. Um, I played on club basketball with them, and they are two of my, like, best friends. And I'll get to play against them again. I played against them in high school all the time, and – it'll be cool to get another opportunity to play against them.
0: That's going to be really special. And to tie in with Michigan state, it's a homecoming for Kristen as uh, she played there, coached there. And I want to kind of tie that in with, she knew a little bit about you because she worked you out back when you were playing AAU or back in high school.
2: Yeah. When I was, it was my like sophomore, I think sophomore year of high school. And then even in middle school, when I was on a club team with Abby and Theron, um, she would come in and train before and after practices. she knew like her director of our club, and so I got an opportunity to meet her there, but never really kinda saw her I would say from then on, I mean I saw her around just through the basketball world, but um yeah, and then I saw her make a coaching change here, and immediately it kind of like sparked an idea in my head, like what if I ever got an opportunity to play with her or not with her, but for her um but yeah, so I feel like since she's came here like Basketball has always been kind of in the back of my head because I knew that um, she kind of knew who I was as a player, and yeah.
0: Did she get hired before you had made the decision to come play volleyball and go to school here? Or she,
2: I believe, she got hired kind of end of spring,
0: April. I believe April, yeah. So I was already here, um,
2: but yeah, I knew she coached at Michigan State, and Abby and Theron had said she's awesome, that they loved her, and I mean, when I would train with her, I I loved it, and so yeah, I was excited to see even what she did for our basketball program little did I know I'd be playing for (laughs) her. Dual sport. Yeah. Great. Okay. (laughs) And
0: uh, on top of the two sports academically, tell us what you're studying and how that's going.
2: Yeah. So I, right now I have like marketing as my major with a concentration on professional sales. And then I have a legal studies minor. Um, my goal, like my dream job, I want to go to law school and be a lawyer. Um, so just kind of figuring out the best, I guess, track to do that. Um, but yeah, I've always wanted to be a lawyer. Um, my, my family, I have the personality of a lawyer is what they always say. And so I'm excited to see, even if that doesn't fall through, I'll probably go into like medical sales or something in the sales field. Um, I'm very driven. And so no matter what I do, I feel like it's going to be an opportunity for me and I'm going to be good at it because I never really back down from something. So yeah, I feel like right now I, I take a lot of credits as much as I can. Um, I've always been a very, like, good, I've been good academically. I've never really struggled, um, which has been great. I'm very grateful for that because I pushed myself a lot in high school, um, which has kind of set me up really well
0: here. And you need that competitiveness to be a lawyer, I would think, because it's, uh, I mean, everybody wants to do it. It's a very tough field, but uh, then you have to be successful at it, and you're certainly getting that experience right now.
2: Yeah, I think the time management is, like, a huge thing for me because I know that school is my priority. Like, yes, athletics is important, but school has always been, I've always been good in school, and I think that that's been a huge thing for me is... I know that I'm going to go far in whatever I do because it it set me up for that. And if I do go to law school, like, it is a tough field, and i got to be able to handle the, the management of different different things being thrown at me. And so I think that doing both sports and just being, like, things thrown at me, I think it's going to set me up well for whatever I go into.
0: You've transferred in as a sophomore. So as I ask you here, December 2023, Yeah. if you had it your way, do you feel like – you want to play or you're hoping to play both basketball and volleyball the rest of your time here at CMU or are still trying to figure that out?
2: Yeah, I would say still trying to figure that out. I think that if it goes well, like I'm going to do both. I I think that there's a lot of power in cross training and I felt like I was a lot quicker and a lot more agile in volleyball when I would do basketball and when I was doing both. It's a lot. I did it in high school um, and now it's two college sports. So it's definitely going to be a lot. And I knew that making that decision, but I think that if I'm able to do it, I'm going to stick to it because I've got two years left and then I have a lifetime of whatever I want to do. Um, so I think that it's an opportunity and yeah.
0: Well, as we heard from Nadej, she said, I had to ask you about your (laughs) lockdown defense. So what's been going out there through these early practices, basketball wise?
2: Yeah, I would say because I I know that my defense has always been like the biggest part of my game. And so even if I'm struggling knowing to play or like struggling on offense shooting, I haven't shot in two years. Uh, I would say something I can always fall back on is just locking people up on defense. It's been one of my favorite things to do whenever we would have someone in high school that was their best player. I was always guarding them because I knew that I was going to shut them down. And that's that's what fuels then my game. Um, so I'm hoping that just the continuous like defense drills and things like that is going to get me back in shape and get me back ready to then kind of fuel my offense from
0: there. Do you take pride in the fact that this is coach Haney and the staff's first year and they're trying to get the program back turned around? Cause there's yeah. been a, it's been a lot of success with this program over yeah. the last decade and yeah. she was a part of it as an assistant here. And now you're a part of the team.
2: Yeah, I think, uh, Maddie Waters played here a couple of years ago, and she went to my high school, and uh, they were really good when she was playing. I think that this team has an opportunity to do something really cool. I know our record doesn't show it, but there's a lot of talent, and I think when we can tie it all in together and we can all buy into, like, what the coaches are trying to build and the culture we're trying to build, I think that it's going to be a really cool two years if I stick with it. Um, and no matter what, whether I stick with it or not, I think there's a the players are very aggressive, and I think that – there's a lot to be said with how hard we're working and every single day we're in the gym, there's so much energy. And I think that this team is going to go somewhere far if we can all buy into it.
0: Okay. Outside of basketball and academics, you live on a farm.
2: (laughs) I do. Yes.
0: Tell me about that.
2: Yeah. So, uh, we have a, it's a beef cattle farm. That's the farm that we have. We have pigs every now and then too. And then my, my aunt has horses and we've got barn cats. Um, but yeah, growing up I've lived on a farm my whole life, and we have a decent amount of land. We, My entire dad's side of the family, we all live on the farm. It's like a five-mile radius, and we all live at some point of the land, um, which is cool. I grew up being with my cousins every single day, riding dirt bikes, and we all did 4-H, which is um, you basically show the cows and the, the pigs, and so every – every august for a week we'd go down to the kent county youth fair and we we'd show cows and show pigs and be out there and i think that's another thing that has taught me kind of time management too because i mean we got to feed them every day and we got to walk them we got to give them water and things like that and um it's it's a lot to take care of an animal too so it's it was cool to see kind of like my athletics and my homestyle life and just like the farm kind of all tie into time management and the different things that we all did growing up
0: do you have a favorite animal on the farm or you just love them all? I mean,
2: I love cows. Like the little baby cows are so cute, <laughs> especially in the spring. Like when they all get born and um, they're just like these little there's within like hours they're already up walking after they're born so it's cool to see them kind of like figure themselves out and they're they're so cute they're so little and just running around so
0: this is probably a silly question for (laughs) someone that grew up on a farm but do you know how to milk a cow
2: i mean yeah we don't milk our cows because they are beef cattle but we um like i have milked some of our cows because if the mom like if they're struggling to like attach i guess uh you have to do it then by hand and then feed the babies by a bottle so Yeah. I mean, it's cool. I I love knowing that I live on a farm. We have never had a neighbor in my life. So I think growing up, that's been awesome. But when I then buy a house and I have to have neighbors, I think that'll
0: be interesting because I'm not used (laughs) to that
2: at all. I'm used to just like peaceful, quiet um, trees. Yeah.
0: I feel you can get some of that here in Mount Pleasant. It's kind of yeah. a quieter town, and it's yeah. smaller.
2: Yeah, def- there's a lot of fields around here, so it feels <laughs> like I'm at home because I live in the middle of nowhere.
0: <laughs> okay, you also said you love food, which, again, yes. who doesn't love food? What I are do. What are your favorite types of food that you like to eat?
2: Um, I love steak, I mean, and burgers. Growing up, that's – I mean, we have beef cattle, so mm. makes sense. But – yeah, a good steak and some mashed potatoes and gravy. Um, I love, like, the Thanksgiving dinner, I guess, like, all the Thanksgiving food, stuffing. Um, honestly, I like anything. I That's one thing that I like people. Know. I'm like a human garbage. I say, like, if they give me something, I'm going to eat it. So, uh, yeah, pasta. I love making pasta. But, yeah, really any food. I just I love it all. <laughs> I
0: think it's good that you like food because you're right. doing a lot of exercise yes, in here. yes. Okay, I need your opinion because we, we talked to Desh, and she said, no doubt about it, Chicago-style pizza better than Detroit-style or, like, yeah. a Jets-style. So are you in agreement or you got to stand up for Michigan here?
2: I don't know. I feel like when I've not had Chicago-style enough to, like, really give it a rating, I would say that, I mean, I'm used to, like, a Jets or a Little Caesars just because that's what I've always had. Um, I mean, the Blaze is pretty good here, too. I love Blaze. But I would say, I, yeah, I feel like I can't really decide because I haven't had Chicago so enough. I think maybe once I've had it. So I would say I'd have to back up Michigan on this because that's just what I'm used
0: to. Okay, good. I was yeah. about to say, you're giving me a very <laughs> diplomatic answer, and I need you to just say Michigan's better.
2: Yeah. I Well, yeah. Michigan <laughs> is better, of course. There's too much stimulation in that's Chicago. That's right.
0: There's, there's a lot. There's some options here, yeah. in Detroit style, but totally get it. It's great right. to have – different variety. Yes, for sure. Okay, so as we continue on the rest of this season and you go through this journey as playing basketball now and continuing your academic career at CMU, uh, what are you looking forward to or what's coming up for you?
2: Yeah, I'm really excited to see where this team goes. I think that we are on a high right now and I think that it'll be cool to see how this game at Michigan State goes and then North Dakota. I think I'm really excited to see what this team does and kind of how we all buy into it um i'm excited to then see how doing both basketball and volleyball turns out for me with a a high academic load too i think that it'll be very challenging and there's going to be bad points and there's going to be great points but i'm excited to see where it takes me and no matter what i'm just like thankful for an opportunity to be able to do both again i think that there's power in being able to do both and my body too. Like I've never gotten fully injured because it's working different muscles. And so I'm hoping that that helps me out as
0: well. Yeah. That's part of playing multiple sports at a younger right. age, right? And you're yeah. just used to it now. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I think that being able to do both, um, in high school, uh, will help me out because I have done it before. So I, I know what it's like to be able to be in hard classes and to do both and to come home really late and then have to study till 11, like, but that's all part of it. And I have two years left. So why not?
0: <laughs> Very cool. Well, I know you've been doing a lot of interviews because you are a unique story playing <laughs> yeah. volleyball in the fall. and Yes, now, a lot of change. <laughs> yeah, hopping on the basketball team. So, one, thanks for choosing CMU and, yes. and coming out here, and thanks for representing Central Michigan University and of our athletic department in such a positive manner and can't yeah. wait to continue watching you thank go on you. with basketball, volleyball. Yes, we'll see. Maybe there's some soccer. <laughs> I, I don't know, whatever you maybe. <laughs> do. <laughs> well, thanks so much. Best of luck the rest yes, of the year. Yes, thank
2: you so much. Appreciate it.
0: Oh, wow. That was so much fun to talk to those two brimming with personality. You start with Nadez Jaune and uh, her roots in Chicago. You can hear how passionate she is about the food there and growing up there, but she likes the change here. There's not as much traffic. It's a little quieter, and she's now adapted to a couple of coaching staffs and is going to finish out her career with Central Michigan. And You can hear the passion and the positivity, you know, even though things aren't going as they would hope to be going at the beginning of the season in terms of wins, uh, the Chippewas are growing, they're building their identity, they're fighting adversity through injuries, and she's still keeping that positive mindset, and you can sense that things are going to turn around, and they're just going to keep working, so that's awesome to see, and then on the other side, what a story, Alina Anderson, I mean, she Comes here as a transfer and plays volleyball in new setting. And then not even two weeks later, uh, she's getting asked to play basketball. And here she is playing both sports while studying to potentially be a future lawyer someday. And she's uh, a big family supporter, so getting an opportunity to, you know, even, as she mentioned, to go watch her brother play. Uh, really, really cool story. There's some great personalities and really good Individuals on this Central Michigan women's basketball team and just makes your route even harder for for Coach Haney and this squad to fight through the adversity that they've faced, keep battling, and uh, hopefully start picking up some victories here. They've had a tough non conference schedule, having to travel all over the place. Next opportunity, though, as we release this, they'll get an opportunity to, to host Bowling Green when we hit the new year on January 3rd, and then they will host Buffalo on January 6th so please come out out to McGurk Arena support Central Michigan women's basketball as they get a couple of home games in front of the fans and support all of Central Michigan athletics as the winter sports are in full force certainly hope you have a great holiday hopefully some time off but in the meantime we will continue talking to you thanks so much for joining us and being a supporter of Central Michigan University enjoy your week and of course fire up chips